your last words. This is the last time. Because you and I, we were born to die. Welcome to Crudely Drawn Swords, the actual play podcast of high adventure, low dice rolls at the end of the world. I'm your host and GM, Ben Moxon. You can find me on Twitter at Glenatron. You can find the music from the show at crudelyformedchords.bandcamp.com. By the time this goes out, you may be able to find the game I've been writing for the last year and a bit, Trilogy, over on bridalwise.itch.io. With me, for not quite the last time, but very close, are the four heroes we call the Hawks. And they are in alphabetical order. My name's Ali, and I played Enigma. Enigma. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Gwyn, I play Percival Cleft, and I'm going to live forever. <laughs> Hi, I'm Pete, I play Adam Eagleank, the gunslinger. Hi, I'm Stu, and I have, and always will be, Tristan T. Wilde. <laughs> the twist is, he was never Stuart in the first place. <laughs> He's Tristan playing the character of Stu. When last we saw our heroes, their erstwhile companion... Then enemy, the Drake, previously known as Banbury Lutes, after a huge battle over the city of Arashar, had finally been defeated, carried by the dragon Ramnilan into the whirling light of the Antikythera, which now blazes with great power. As they departed, the Seven Sisters also manifested, said, Farewell to Percy. I I kind of knew Aconi as well and had spoken to her a bit. And for her to just kind of blank me like that, it's kind of got my back up, if I'm honest. I feel like I Merope yeah. would have... I would have liked to have spoken to Merope. Yeah. But... yeah, but no. Oh, Percy this, Percy that. Uh, we're the Hawks. We're not the Percy crew. Okay, we're kind mm. of the Percy crew. You just need okay. to do that thing where you just turn and leave because who wants a long goodbye anyway? I'm, I'm totally fine with how they did it. Yeah, well, you don't like anyone. We've, I mean, Akoni had a connection. I was like, I helped Percy back to the... I did something. I passed a message on. She's worried she loved you so uh, much it, she'd die. It's pronounced a Kanye, but okay. Oh, that's... A, it's because I called her Akoni, and B, it's because she asked me to give Percy a message that I forgot to give him. Oh! <laughs> now I feel like an idiot. She, that's why she blanked me. Fuck. What was the message? I don't even remember. Like, it was when I was in the Land of the Dead, she put her arm around me and I thought we were going to smooch, but we didn't. So it was a bit weird. And then she said something like, go back and tell Percy something. Uh, You'll have to check with Ben or listen back, maybe. I don't don't remember. The message was, nice arse. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. I just thought uh, she was hitting on me and I was like, I'm I'm sort of taken. Because I was into Boots at that point or Hannah Gulch, one of the two. Th- that was before you met <laughs> Hannah Gulch. So into them, you can't even remember. Then I was into Boots when Boots was yeah. still alive. Oh no, I'd sacrifice myself trying to save her. Boots! <laughs> too fetishist. <laughs> it, it, it's just really into the chemist. There ain't no fetish like a Tristan fetish. Because a Tristan <laughs> fetish don't stop. <laughs> Tristan, anything don't stop, clearly. Tristan F. Wild, the F stands for fetish. Damn it, that would have been amazing. <laughs> would it? Kind of. No. It would have been very in keeping with my character. However, with the goddesses gone, it turns out that the lost sister, Kaleno, 
had been caught up with Saganak, one of the Canavere, the living form of the royal. And now the four hawks stand on the platform before the Antikythera and Saganak stands before them. So imagine a person was made out of tornadoes, but not your regular tornado, like the tornadoes you get over volcanoes with lightning sparking around them. Oh, yeah. Sort yeah, of yeah. like that. Seen a lot of those. Tens. Where the face would be, it just goes forward onto this single kind of almost like an eye or a vortex, which emits a red glow. And this form stands momentarily before the Antikythera and then turns towards you. <laughs> this is Sparta! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what do you do, Percy? Do, do you say, is that as it's manifesting, the, or is it like an ethereal form itself? It is manifesting into this form, but it seems kind of, it feels solid, like its footfalls seem to thump on the ground. It doesn't feel like it's a wafty ghost. This feels like a quite a solid creature. Okay. Um... It's a stave puff, puffed marshmallow to me, and I don't know why. I can't make it be anything else in my head. That's hmm. actually the reverse of the traditional effect. Percy, <laughs> I've, I've got an idea, Percy. I've got an idea. Yep. I'm gonna, I'm gonna step forward, and uh, I'm gonna bow. Lady Saganak, my name is Tristan T. Wild. I'm a friend of your brother's. <laughs> Saganak reaches towards you with a tornado arm. What do you do? I, I guess I'll offer my hand in, in <laughs> friendship. Marriage. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll take her hand and kiss her as she sucks my lips, lips and teeth into her. <laughs> It'd be like snogging a Dyson. Yeah. <laughs> Wait. Not that I've done okay. that. <laughs> <laughs> this is quite a strange thing to witness because as Tristan makes contact with these arms, it is like he's hoovered up. It's like he just vanishes into this what? into this tornado incredibly <laughs> fast. Oh no. Bye guys. <laughs> 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 and he's gone but as he as he vanishes it's not just that he's kind of like sucked into this form it's like he shrinks as though when he gets close to it he is smaller or it is larger so um. Tristan's inside the tornado now Tristan seems to have vanished into the tornado yes now I can't and yet somehow we can still hear him <laughs> I mean I only had one plan and that was to kick it into the antikythera I can't even do that now <laughs> <laughs> Tristan Save You are spinning around At great speed Within this tornado And you see shifting hints Of other skies And other realms As you spin through it But mostly what you see is lightning Searing past And just Like pieces of debris And detritus Fragments of ships, ropes and masts oh. flying past you um, as you whirl through Same this man. storm wall. It is dark and unbelievably loud in here. What are you doing? 
I'm going to try and call as much of the harmony into me as possible and resound, let out a resounding Saganak! Calm your soul! <laughs> we are your allies! Oh, wow. This, uh, this is an audacious plan. And what else can I do? And then he puts on a gig in the middle of a tornado. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't know. It would be handy if you had a way of just teleporting out of there, I would think. Oh, yeah. But... Oh, I'll save that. <laughs> what do I need to roll for whatever I'm trying to do? I'm trying to think, like, what you're doing is going to be very limited in effect. Well... Because you are in a tornado. Like, uh... this is a place where there's very little harmony because you're inside a tornado. Imagine playing a violin in a tornado. Yeah, but what little harmony there is, I'm going to draw on just enough to try and get a little bit of hint of that consciousness. Okay, you can give it a try. I guess music of Monday. Yeah, this this will be definitely on charisma. Oh, there we go. it's a nine. It's not. I've got. Oh, yes, it's I'm an so intermediate success. Rich. Yeah, two thousand gold fly <laughs> out of your pocket help? into the whirlwind. <laughs> no! You're like, oh. <laughs> Are they being pelted by pieces of gold as they go past, like shotgun bags? And you hear the antikythera. Now you know what it feels like, Tristan Wilde. <laughs> <laughs> sentient all along. Let's see, it's a ten. There's a but. Choose one. There's a backlash that resonates uh, through you. Uh, not taking that one. Take the debility shaking. Uh, you cannot yeah, no. access the harmony again. <laughs> oh, actually, unwelcome attention is kind of what I want. Not if it's unwelcome. Yes. So what's your goal in this? What are you trying to do? Well, given that I don't know what she is here to do, I basically want to explain that Ambiforax knew what they were trying to do wouldn't work, so he was maybe trying to keep you here, but we are trying to do something that will set you free, basically. Just don't get involved. I see. Now, that's a pretty good line of persuasion. And you feel this momentary connection to this mind. And you feel a voice reaching back saying, I was so close to free. And then you hear a second voice go, Ah, sister, what is it? What is it you're seeing now? Oh, the gateway's ready, is it? Very good. Thank you. Uh oh. Don't! Hold it for us and we'll get you free once and for all. Saganak, it's a trick. It's a trap. I know this man. You must trust me. We will grant you your freedom. This I swear. Abiforex says, this man trapped me in hell for a very long time once. You trapped me in hell. I wouldn't trust him if I were you. Also, <laughs> hey, hey, how you been? How's things? He says, oh, we can catch up shortly, Tristan Wilde. Yeah, okay. I'm looking forward to seeing you again. Oh, you better. <laughs> you better. <laughs> Don't fall for it, Saganak. You know what he's like. I'm a stranger. You can trust me. He says, just clear the space around it and make sure none of them can get close. No, it's a trap. You have to believe me. Adam, Tristan has vanished. And after a moment, you see this tornado creature turned. One of its tornado arms starts reaching towards you. What do you do? Grab it. Uh, okay, I've immediately drawn insight. Yeah. Um, and is there anything like heavy around, like a pedestal or a statue or oh there are definitely statues around here this is like quite an ornamented part of the city uh okay so so yeah there could be a statue of like an, a a kind of 
famous scholar of the past who's looking like pensively at the Antikythera as if trying to grasp its deeper meaning. Or a cherub <laughs> with its knob out. <laughs> it does, it's not looking, Your choice. He's not looking at it like it's a cherub with its knob out. That would be weird. Uh, okay, um, uh, I'm going to tie uh, some rope that I have around that one end and chuck the other end into the tornado. Into the tornado, okay. So hopefully... Hopefully uh, Tristan can grab it. That's a pretty good plan. But this arm is still reaching towards you. What do you do to avoid it? Uh... Or are you like trying to stay close and keep this rope and like fling the rope into it? I'm trying to sort of duck and dodge it, I think. So Yeah, okay. So that's a defy danger on dexterity. I thought you'd say that. <gasps> Maybe this is where your hat got sucked into the thing. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> A full success. Oh, wow, nice. Adam, you manage to, like, this arm sweeps across low and you jump it, and then, like, it sweeps across high and you roll under it. And all the time, you're feeding this rope into it. Tristan, grab the rope. <laughs> Where are you? I hope that comes across on the mic. <laughs> it, yeah, otherwise, you got very dizzy for no reason. Enigma. They seem to be fighting a tornado beast. What are you doing? Um, Eating a baguette. Yeah. Just <laughs> having a little sandwich. Um, I suspect I'm going to also try and attack it because <laughs> what else do you do with a tornado beast? Yeah, I, I, to be clear, there is also a battle starting to the south. So if you wanted to trust your friends and Scarpa, but I can understand why you might want to help your friends first. <laughs> What, uh, what do I see to the south, then? Just like smoke is rising and you're hearing the first shouts from the south of the city where you laid traps in the abandoned houses. Right. And the empty part right to the south of the city. You know what would be really good right now? What's that? Those uh, grandmother's knives that I went and lost down a hole somewhere. I think literally. You did drop them down a hole, didn't you? You got some I new ones. I dropped them down a hole. And you dropped them down a hole. But did I get ones that I could... Because they were attached to something, weren't they? And I was thinking that'd be quite a useful thing. Because with that yeah. whole kind of attacking it and bringing it back kind of thing. It's, it's on a similar line to what uh, Adam's doing. Yeah, okay. So let's see what... I think I have the... I don't know. It's still down to skill. But the knives went. Yeah, are the knives not in your inventory? No, they went down a hole, but I do have a pair of short swords. Oh no, you have pair, not pair of short swords. That was from somewhere else. That's when we nicked them from somewhere. Now the other ones were little magic daggers. I thought you just said pair of shorts. Yeah, I was thinking, I've got a pair of shorts. <laughs> I've got a pair of shorts. Right. Eat my <laughs> short swords. <laughs> my shorts. Because it was a skill, wasn't it? It was like... I think... I will allow you to have retained the silk that allowed you to do that. So yeah, let's. You can use grandmother's knife here. Let's say. Okay, I'm thinking that also means that it might go into. Maybe you know, I can, I will also seem like I'm being helpful and also shout, Tristan, grab the. I mean, silk, not the knife. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, I, I, we could it just right through his hand, but we can use that to pull him out. You know. I see what you're doing. Yeah. It's got a dual purpose. <laughs> I'm, I'm backing up Adam. I'm working as part of the team. Okay, yeah, so... I'm going to moon the hurricane. Give me a an int roll, which is what Grandmother's Knives is on. Oh, good work, everyone. I'm doing an int roll. That always goes well. 
Here I it's am. gone excellently. Oh, Bad luck, my, Tristan. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> Wait, I will definitely be getting a dex roll to catch these rather than be stabbed by these. <laughs> no, no, you won't. Fuck's sake. Sure, would have been good would be your silk flying suit. If only you still had that. Well, well, we did not look after our shit. <laughs> Tristan, as you are flung around in this tornado of lightning and wreckage, a piece of rope drifts up towards you. <laughs> and it kind of, it seems to hold right in front of you. What do you do? I will reach out to grab it. Okay, as you grab it, I thought, oh, yeah. you feel a solid pull on the other end and you're dragged towards the edge of the tornado. Adam, you see Tristan's head emerge from the side. Your rope seems to stretch down towards a tiny <laughs> size and then his body and then a moment later a short sword slices through the rope <laughs> and he vanishes back <laughs> into the tornado. Yes! <laughs> it's the hawk's way I, so. I expected that or as I reached for it a knife just went through my hand and I was since spinning of course just lose another finger or two Enigma <laughs> it was me I'd know her handiwork anywhere <laughs> Percy, Adam's ruse has nearly worked but you are still confronted by this tornado beast what are you doing? Right, well, first of all, then I will call over one of the church knights and say, um... Incidentally, as a side thing, most of the church knights are in a really bad way right now because they have just had their goddesses and all their power dissipate. Yeah, I did wonder if that might... So, so there are <laughs> yeah. people sobbing, there are people on their knees. So a church knight approaches, Sir Alexis approaches, he's got tears pouring down his face. He looks pretty bad. He says, what do you need, Percy? Um, Alexis, um, <clears throat> we need to deal with this, and I'll have a talk with the knights. But uh, this is our immediate concern. I need you to send a runner to the linebreakers. Um, the army's approaching from the south. They need to start lighting their fires. Certainly, sir. And he dashes off. Um, and then I'll turn my attention back towards the big, like, tornado beast thing. Yep. We had... We created some stuff to draw power from the drake and, like, suck it into the Antikythera, didn't we? You did. You created these kind of entropic arrows. Yeah. Okay. So I want a volley of those uh, at the creature. Okay. Oh, no, Tristan's in it, isn't he? Oh, forget it. I'll be fine! No, I won't do that. You can dodge them. He'll be fine. I will look for... I'll look for a point, because there's a big canal system, isn't there? Yes, there is a big canal up the centre of the city. Yeah. And how close are we stood on this little platform to that? So the canals are this way and a long way down. Like, these coloured gradients are all staircases. Oh, uh, right, okay. That's not going to work either, then. I might just step into shadow and appear next to these guys. <laughs> <laughs> you can do that. You don't even have to roll, do you? All right, yeah, I'm just going to appear next to Percy. Yeah, couldn't talk to her. Hit her with the arrows. <laughs> just a second, Tristan. You little punk. I was trying to do something. I'll hand Enigma back her short sword. There you go. Thanks for the help. And I'll give Cheers. Adam the end of the rope. Yeah, you go. There's the other one. Now shoot it. <laughs> just shoot the arrows, everyone. Just bloody shoot it. Okay, Percy, give me a volley roll. 
to represent your night's shooting. I mean, aren't they better at shooting than me? Is it my volleyball? (laughs) (laughs) Normally, they'd be way better. Normally, they'd be way better. But right now, they're in a kind of a bad way. Oh, so is it not charisma? uh, They've They've got an extra sad... Uh, modify. Just do it, see what happens. Now, if Enigma happened to have one of these arrows, she could maybe lead a volley. I probably would. Okay, so why don't you take this shot? Okay. Everybody ready! Pa-pow! Better than yeah, that. Marginally better than that. <laughs> okay, you have to move to get the shot, placing you in the danger of the gem's choice. You have to take what you can get. You have to take several shots. So... I think you lead this volley and these arrows plunge into the storm and like with Tristan they seem to shrink and fall into it but then you see that where they have landed they have kind of drawn it starts to dissipate a bit so you have patches where the whirlwind is reduced and with a few more volleys it just slowly hits a point where it is no longer coherent and it is sucked into the Antikythera, which glows even brighter. But you have used up all your entropic arrows, except for three. Three individual arrows. I'll take one. You can take one, for sure. I'll take one and then we'll take two. Wait, one for each. Give arrow. Adam, stick one of these onto your bullets. (laughs) (laughs) Stick one of these in your gun. And smoke it. From far south of the city, smoke is now rising heavily, and you hear bestial cries. What are you doing now? I guess this is the last goodbye. We've got to get into position. Goodbye? We're going to win! Yeah, well... We're so defeatist. But now, for now, we've got to go and fight these dudes. Um, yes, I I guess so. Well, well, good luck out there. Uh, If this is where we'll fall back to, if things are going bad, I... I mean, I I hope that we can hold them in our positions, but uh, should we need to reconvene here, then uh, I hope to see your faces again soon. We've been through enough. I'll offer Percy a wrist-to-wrist grab that turns into a fierce, heroic bear hug. (laughs) (laughs) A hug that only the best of friends could share. (laughs) Which turns into something X-rated, which... uh... (laughs) Tristan, I never really liked the dandy. Yeah! <laughs> oh, me the dandy's walking past. He's like, oh, oh, fine. Oh. You know what, Percy? <laughs> Neither did I. The dandy's like, oh. We both look at the dandy and go, ha, 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 ha. I sort of offer Enigma a hug, but she probably doesn't do it. <laughs> An awkward sort of... Uh, just just kind of yeah. awkwardly, yeah. like... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm going to offer a slow nod to each one of them. This takes about half an hour. <laughs> very, very slow nods. Very nods. Mm. I'll give them an enigma. Listen, I know that you, you hide who you are, Enigma, but as long as you're true to yourself, I think that's the most important thing. I am me, and always will be. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give Adam a, a, a handshake and a hug. You know, it's been... I hope one day you make it back to the land of the dead where you're from. And, uh, <laughs> and and here, you know what? I'm going to hand him back the river that I pickpocketed earlier. I don't deserve <laughs> this. <Right. laughs> 
You know what? I was I was gonna smash it. This is gonna be really awkward if we survive you. No, it's not, because if we do, we're like, hey! And if we don't, we're like, <laughs> I said my goodbyes. Yes, good luck, good luck, Adam. I hope that everything that we've done here is um, is enough. To cause whatever happened in your timeline. To satisfy that your your reasons for your for your travel. Yeah, uh, well, I've got to go on after this. I've got to go beyond. I've got to go home. So yeah, I hope it worked. It'll work, son. It'll work. You've got the hawks on your side. Tell them the hawks send their regards. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, like I said, if you ever make it to Sakavalon, then you're welcome at my table. You're welcome at my infinity pool. <laughs> <laughs> you're welcome at my infinity pool. Well, yeah, no, that was that. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so... Oh, I was going to give each, each hawk a final... Yeah, you're dragging it out, though. I'm going to jump off the wall and show that my wingsuit is still working. (laughs) As I scroll my way. isn't still open, isn't working. He just dies. It's it's just like the wall last time. He jumps off and breaks his ankle immediately. That's the first thing he does. I was going to squirrel, flying squirrel, wear my way down to the Ice Watchers. (sighs) So as the enemy approached the city, who is taking point whose whose unit is fighting this running action to slow them from approaching the walls well imagine the dwarves are okay so you think this is a job for the deep shield i think so they've done their bits um with the dragon haven't they so yeah they've done they've done amazing so enigma marches her troops out through into the lower city and they line up against the beast horde of the malformed flesh. May I, may I inspire them? I think I think you should. As they're marching through, what what's Enigma saying? As they as they prepare for their arrival. Friends, we are beyond the days foretold. You brave warriors of the Deep Shield have brought this time into being. Its coming has been long, and you've been patient beyond mortal patience. People have lived and died during its gestation and you have held steadfast. Your strength has brought this destiny to birthing and that is never without pain or peril. The perineum of reality will never be the same again. The dragon has (laughs) risen. The time is now. Arise once more in the name of Rumnilan and in defense of the land from which you were made. Fight with the fury of the ages and your ancestors in your hearts for the future. You hear this dung, 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 the enigma, enigma, enigma. I assume they'd follow me anyway. I've got it on the tattoo. Yeah, yeah. As you give this speech, you hear a second sound that feels like it's coming from the rocks under your feet. And as the dwarves look around, two tunnel openings burst from the ground and out of them, come hundreds of kobolds, many of them in kobold mechs. They climb from the ground and they turn and they salute to you and they salute to the dwarves. That's good news. I was feeling blue. (laughs) And they line up shoulder to shoulder as the beast horde approach. I'll just lead over to Tristan. Did Enigma just march her army to the other side of the wall? There's a pretty big wall there. Listen, I, it's Enigma. She's Enigma going to do what Enigma going to yeah, do. Yeah, I mean, I, maybe the dwarves knows. I, I'm sure it should be fine. She, she knows what she's doing. <laughs> we got this. 
There's at least three dwarves left, and I'm known for being able to lead these guys well. Nothing has ever gone wrong under my leadership. That's true, that's true. We can still hear Nothing. you on our earpiece, by the way. <laughs> Over. <laughs> Enigma, the army that approaches is fronted by huge creatures, roughly... Ten. <laughs> yeah, they, they, they're between six and ten feet tall. They have bulky bodies, and, like, their heads are the heads of browsing animals, like cattle and deer. But where those animals have horizontal pupils these creatures eyes are forward pointing a one pupil is vertical the other is horizontal they have on one arm it forms like a huge shield and they advance as a shield wall and then behind them come figures that look more human but as though they're made from knotted grass and tangled vines wrapped together and so and these are the shield beasts and the green knights of the horde and the shield beasts form a wall and the green knights approach behind it and for a moment there's a standoff and then behind them come smaller lighter built creatures with long plant arms that reach to the ground these are more like human size they're five six feet tall they have one seemingly normal arm a body again muscled with vines they have backward legs like a goat and they have the heads of foxes dogs and wolves their long dragging arms plant into the ground and with their other arm they take from them spears and start throwing them over your lines and the battle begins so you are wreathed in smoke you have a great defensive army roll me um 2d6 Flat. This isn't the brutal, uh, <laughs> how much of your army do you lose roll? No, no, not at all. 120%. Yeah. This is different. Five. The deep shield with the kobolds beside them hold the line for six hours. Yeah, it is an incredible defense. It is truly unbelievable. They hold through the rest of the morning and into the afternoon. But as the midday sun blazes over, the sheer number of creatures facing them is overwhelming. And another threat has come. There are many creatures in this horde, but the one that really causes the line to break is when suddenly the ground rumbles beneath a part of the line and suddenly a black body rises and drags down several dwarves into the soil and then digs away. Where's everyone else? Are they just like having a picnic? They're fighting the enemy that are straight in front of them. And these are coming up from below and behind. Also, it was midday. So that is lunchtime, to be fair to them. That is lunchtime, yeah. <laughs> yeah, they were pretty hungry. The other guys are all like in the bistro getting lunch and you, you're you having a tough yeah. time. We're just sitting behind the wall Stopped with the in, gate locked. Stopped in at Greg's. We're hidden in the portaloo. And so the arrival of these creatures, they look... When you glimpse them more closely, they look like moles, if moles were the size of a shark and had the teeth of a shark. And the body of a shark. So, uh, <laughs> well, on my sheet, they're called mole sharks. And these rise up under your troops, grab them and drag them down into the ground. And that's what finally breaks the line. 
and then you're into a fighting retreat to get back to the city and get back to security. You have held for an extremely long time. So Enigma, how does Enigma get back through this drifting smoke, these furious creatures? Uh, can we have a little shot of this, of how Enigma's getting back? Like, there's smoke everywhere, so I can't really see where I'm going. I'm relying on my excellent sense of direction, but I'm, I'm fighting, I'm fighting off other creatures as I go with my swords. The, uh, you know, shooting with arrows is no use anymore. I might just hit one of my friends at this rate. It could yeah. be anywhere. There's tiny little mole things and they're trying to grab my feet and they're, they're clawing at my shoes. And it's a bit like getting your boots stuck in the mud um, and I'm trying to stab them off. To be clear, these are the mole sharks are the size of a shark, not the size of a mole. <laughs> I was thinking of a lemon shark. There's a lot of different sizes of sharks and you weren't specific. Okay, yes, all right. I want you to think of something more akin to a mako. <laughs> a what? Like A mako. Oh, I thought you meant like Paul McCartney. I still don't know what size that is. Uh, yeah, something equivalent to Paul McCartney if he was a shark. Right. Which is quite okay. big. So, so a shark mole that's the size of Paul McCartney. Good. Good, just have a beetle-like carapace. Yeah, basically, they could easily bite a person in half. So they're that kind of size. Okay. I think I do have a close run with one. Oh, definitely, yeah. As in, like, maybe it just uh, nips one of my boots away or something and I bop it on the nose because that works for moles and for sharks and Paul McCartney. Very, very, it does actually work on Paul McCartney, I believe. <laughs> Give me a defy danger on dexterity. Uh-oh. Defy danger on Paul McCartney. <laughs> <laughs> yes! <laughs> yeah. You flip over this thing and drive a short oh, sword into its head yeah. as you fly past and it just collapses. It is unbelievably cool. But because of the smoke... No, you rolled a 14. I rolled a 14. Tristan, yeah. for a moment, oh, the smoke drifts God. aside and you just see Enigma flip over a mole shark, stab it in the head and land on her feet. And then the smoke closes <laughs> again. And you're like... Oh, I've, I've got to admit that was cool. He's already admitted I'm the coolest. <laughs> uh, do I? I'm looking up. I look look up from my watch. Huh? What did I miss? <laughs> but, she, but she knows I saw. Even flipping through okay, the so air, she's like, diving the sword in. Like, yeah. You I was going to say, as you dive the sword in, you do a little wink as before the, uh, the smog. I'm like, son of a bitch. Awesome. This sounds really cool. And so as many of your troops as possible get back through the gate. But at a certain point, it's going to have to be closed. Oi. You're in command. When? How do you make that I call? I think that call has to be when the mole sharks are starting to snap right by the door. Because, like, you know, you're trying to get many people in. Maybe there's, like, you know, one person with their, their foot in a, in a mole shark. Yeah, yeah. And being like dragged into the soil. Yeah, and, and this, this, bit, and this ah! great claw comes up and swipes someone. Shut the doors! Barricade the door! I used the word door twice. <laughs> Gates Just and shit! Get those doors closed, is what I'm trying to say! Closing time, bitches! <laughs> I've got this. And you know that the people you leave behind outside are lost. Why would you leave us, Enigma? We trusted you! <laughs> As they hammer on the doors. <laughs> but then the doors, the hammering sound goes silent and it's just replaced by screaming. <laughs> silent screaming. <Yeah>. We... 
<laughs> so are the rest of you on the walls? Yeah. I I imagine that we that yeah. the like the ice watchers who were yeah. all set up with a big magic shield thing, if that still works. Yeah. Um as sort of Enigma um would have come back yeah. through, then they would have been the ones that were reinforcing and closing the entrance and making sure that uh, and like relieving them as they did that, and yeah, that uh, the dragon guard was probably on the wall itself. Yeah, that makes sense to me. Like firing volleys and things, and then the church knights. I guess they probably needed a little bit of time to get yeah. back into action, so they're probably sort of either coming along as reinforcements or maybe even sort of set up to hold the steps up to the antikythera. Yeah, I, I think that's a that's a good decision. So Adam. It yes. falls to the Dragon Guard, who are your unit. Yes. You are atop the wall. You are at greatly reduced strength. Yes. Only only twenty eight percent of your. Is it that bad? I'm just trying to check the number. Adam's Dragon Guard are weakest at twenty eight percent strength. The Deep Shield were at one hundred percent strength. That's one of the reasons, probably, that they the Deep Shield had somehow both the luckiest and unluckiest battle against the drake <laughs> I, I think all of it is because of my excellent leadership and nothing else your leadership certainly had an impact <laughs> so adam you're atop this wall and what you see coming up towards you is a creature as the dwarves are driven back and fires are quelled further back in the city a creature approaches on six vast legs. It is perhaps 50 metres wide and 300 metres long, and it starts approaching the wall. It has no discernible feature beyond its legs, but it carries on its back hundreds of these green knights. What do you do? Uh, well, I didn't think the chain shots would be that useful, but maybe they could be. Ah, this could be a place for them, certainly. Bring down its legs. Get that get that chain shot. Bring it bring down its legs. Yeah, okay, give me a volley roll. Let's see how this goes. And certainly try. Ha! <laughs> I've got to attach the chain, you dummy. You you fire the chain <laughs> shot and something catches. These bows have been worked hard and something just gets caught and the chain rips the whole bow off the wall. And as it does, this creature rises on its front legs and forms a living ramp up onto the wall. And the Drakengard are engaged in direct combat against this creature. Okay. Roll me a d6. Six. Holy shit. Good. Shit or bad shit? I assume good. The Dragon Guard also managed to hold them into the night. Yeah. The ramp, they... These are disciplined, experienced mercenaries. And at their head is the Juris of Faith with this huge glaive he's crafted. Get them, my dudes. And where, wherever they try to break the line, they cannot. Yeah, so Adam, let's have some shots of this battle. Yeah, I don't know. Adam's not really a battlefield commander, I don't think. Well, he has been in the past. Has been in the past. Or the future, yeah. I guess he is now. Or is it just that he's holding the line? Like every time there's a break, Adam Eaglank is there ready to 
offer them food. He starts to yeah. say something and someone just like twats him around the head. He's like, oh, I've got to fight again. I had a really good <laughs> speech. Yeah. He's not letting me get a word in edgeways. Listen, my dudes, we've got to, <laughs> ah, fight, fight that one. <laughs> Dude. I was so good. <laughs> yeah, he's been hanging out with two monsoon too much. Dudes, this is none, none, none heinous. Okay, Adam, give me a hack and slash. Let's see how this battle works out yeah. from your perspective. Yeah, okay, it's a lot of like swirling and swinging of this glaive yeah. with its, uh, you know, very sort of heavy blade. There's a lot of like spinning of the of the point of it. Yeah. To, uh, to defend the wall. Nine. Very nice. Okay, that's pretty awesome. There's some cool, like, Matrix, like, spinning the whole glaive around his head. Yeah. You know, yeah. fighting, like, a bunch of them at a time, like, ting, ting, block, block, stab, block, stab, slice. Yeah. Roll a D8. Eight. During the battle, you take a bit of damage. Oh. Is it eight? It is eight, yeah. Minus whatever armor you're wearing. But, okay. yeah, you come out of this great dark. Fair enough. But you hold for a long time and you're gradually pushed back. So, yeah, you're pushed back from the walls and after a while they control them. But there are still pinch points where they have to come down. And so I think the Ice Watchers are holding the centre of the t city. Is that right, Tristan? We are. So, at first, you see the Guard backing down and falling back around the wall and towards the Antikythera, towards the place where you make your last stand, but you still hold the centre of the town. So how does that battle go? Uh, yeah, really well. Really easy. We just do it. <laughs> <laughs> One of the things that happens is that once the wall is clear, instead of fighting along it, the creatures just jump straight down they seem able to absorb that oh, I know that. and some walk down on spider-like legs down the walls so as as we're watching the fight tristan's walking backwards and forwards along the line here we go let me now i'm gonna wing a speech unlike these written ones <laughs> what here we go so tristan's walking his hands behind his back ice watchers frozen pigs dogs of the ice these are names of which you have been called the butchers of Karis, the worthless murdering scum of this island but let me tell you after what i saw yesterday no more is this what the people are saying the heroes of ice the Frost giants of sa <laughs> the saviors of ice. This is what the townspeople have been saying. This is the name that you have earned for yourself this day. We will stand and we will win. Huzzah for the ice. And, and they do actually get a bunch of people going for the ice. And a few people are at the back you can hear going, pretty sure you're just using that as another excuse to yell insults at us. <laughs> Listen, at first I was, friend. At first I was. I'm not going to lie, but you've earned this. <laughs> you're still better than Hector, mind. <laughs> yeah, now you are the saviours, and we will fight these non-frozen dogs. <laughs> these green bastards. Hot dogs. For Karis! And then the first 
rain of Javelok spears come down and rattle against the uh, shield of the Southern Ice. Samurai. So, give me a d6. Of course. Four. So, you hold till pretty close to midnight. Yeah, good. That's our clock Four enough to hold. hours of brutal... <laughs> We fight till midnight and no more. <laughs> this is my guarantee. We will get to bed on time. <laughs> Everyone's pumped in. <laughs> yeah. and, and this is like fighting in the streets of Arashar. So let's have some snapshots of what we see of this army as you fight alongside them. Yeah, this is um, this is the classic kind of guerrilla warfare in the streets that I'm pretty... After my time on the wall, we've been talking about it while they've been watch, working. And we've also rigged up some traps. So this kind of this swarm yeah. comes tumbling down the, the alleyways towards us and we just hit a little a, a big stick and the wall comes crumbling yeah. down and judge! We <laughs> swarm over them as well like ants. And we're stabbing and hacking and... A huge creature comes over, but Hector throws up a shield of ice and it just crashes against it. And nice. um, there's like ice watchers in the windows and they're firing their bolts from their little crossbows. Don't know why I did an archery thing. And there's, and we've made alleyways of death and like the streets are running green and black with ooze and blood. And we're fighting our way. Yeah, yeah. You, you have the falcons alongside you as well. The right. And they're all killed instantly. <laughs> yeah, they're all murdered. They were just for show. They're actually pretty heroic. It's probably like no, one good. of those four good. hours is entirely on them. But, you oh, know, the fine, other three is you nice. and your guys. Yeah, yeah, fine. I have to assassinate them later. Yeah, we'll get them. <laughs> so, yeah, you hold for a good long time. But eventually, the streets are just overrun. They've managed to get round you. And your numbers are badly cut back and you're there's, retreating there's back. There's so to many the of them. There are there so many. The mass of bodies, they're just climbing over the rooftops now. So all our barricades are worthless because they're just dropping down over the roofs and coming streaming. And they're yeah. past us. And they have creatures that are like the ramp that they created for the wall, but smaller. Oh, yeah, we ignore them. Yeah, but they allow them to climb up onto roofs and over walls. They're basically like... And also to do, like, skateboard like stunts. Oh, wicked. Uh, <laughs> yeah, they're like half pipes, but they can walk. Yeah, we just see one go past, and I'm like, radical, dude! <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, do a flip. Yeah, he does a kick flip in the air. Well, do a Tony kick Hawk flip! is probably yeah. an honorary member. Yeah, Tony yeah. Hawk goes past, but no one recognises him. <laughs> I was just about to say, it was like... And he just goes past going, I'm Tony Hawk, by the way. <laughs> okay, yes, Get we know. Get in the walk huddle. I remember that time Island with the fridge. Wrong one! <laughs> As you fall back, you look over and on the horizon, you can see both moons low above the mountains to the south. And that's really weird because there used to be a wall there. But it's like the wall has dissolved as you fall back towards the side of the city. And so it falls to Percy and the church knights holding the steps, holding the base of the Antikythera. It is long hours until dawn. What are you doing? How, how do you hold it? Well, I, I guess in the time that it's taken for them to come along, then I'll have had to get the... You know, Get all my guys and gals together yeah. um, and have a little chat. Um, have a little chat with them. So, well, so come, brothers, sisters, come, so gather round. Now, um, I can see that uh, people are a little out of sorts at the moment. I, I know you. I know many of you here. Uh, and uh, 
like you, I have dedicated my life to the service of the Seven. And perhaps some of you are feeling uh, abandoned uh, by our goddesses, but let me tell you, that's, that's not the truth. The truth is, for centuries, um, our kind, our kin, have done much as we have done. But none of them, it's only us, only you that stand here today, uh, that are here to see the culmination of that. You're not mere followers now, you are... You are here at the pinnacle of everything that our deities have been trying to achieve. And let that inspire you. Don't feel like you're just left behind, because now we have an important job to do. Reach upon the strength of everyone that has come before, of everything that our goddesses have stood for, and hold it close to your heart, because we only need to hold for a few more hours. They sort of warm to it, you know? There's a sense of attention that is relaxed in the air as they realise that, yes, you are at the very culmination of what the goddesses wanted. And as you see this, and as they form up at the foot of the steps with the surviving Ice Watchers breaking and falling back to take a short break and prepare to defend the Antikythera, you see that as the Beast Horde approach, there are now ogres coming in where the wall of the city is gone, and the ogre army has also arrived. And I'm going to pull my troops back up to the top of the steps um, yeah. and move them as, as close to the Antikythera as I dare um, so that everything is sort of clear along the steps itself and I'll try and sort of I'll probably even sort of brief a couple of people to see if I can sort of spot um, any sort of, any of the other hawks um, and make sure that if they're getting in then they're helped up into behind our lines Yeah, and I'm going to try and leave it to the last sort of possible moment where we start sort of facing them off and like the uh the hordes are looking up the, the steps and as soon as I think that there's no or as little jeopardy as possible to any of our retreating forces yeah, I'm going to take out the duelist sword uh, and I'm going to invoke the power of the duelist who can cut through anything nice. and these two massive pillars at the top I've been working on weakening those and I'm just going to chop away like the remaining supports. Okay, so you're going to bring down the towers onto them. Yep, Whoa. and they're going to wow. collapse in a big sort of V-shaped immediately in front of those steps. Nice. Yes, that is awesome. And I'll position my troops so they line up perfectly so like these two <laughs> towers just go doomf and like fall at their feet. Yeah, so it's like these two huge constructions and they crush a lot of creatures they crush a lot of beasts this towers of rubble that shatter and collapse and then after that it's a scramble up on top of them they're like makeshift barricades at that point yeah so that's yeah. our kind of final sort of line our, our final wall to to defend but there was a wall before so we'll be up onto the towers so it is night you have all fallen back to the antikythera and percy has done this hugely impressive assault upon them. He's brought down these towers and there's thunder and there's clouds of dust but it has created a temporary barricade and these creatures are slowed by it and for a little while you have a little bit of breathing space. So whereabouts are you now Enigma? I thought we were all around where the Antikythera was. So, so you're all kind of around at the top by the Antikythera? 
By the time that we retreat back, I think we probably yeah. would have made contact with one another, wouldn't we? Yeah, you'll be together, I think. So... All right. Guys! Oh, that's he hectic out there! <laughs> <laughs> Oof, this is crazy! How are you doing? Oh, that's, I mean, I've had a little nap while the rest of you hold them up. We did the first six hours. We've, we've done our shift. Yeah, no, that is fair. <laughs> you did really well! It was not bad, not bad. Adam! Adam's, like, stumbles in, he's like lost his hat he's got blood all over his face Adam, he's missing no! fingers from his, from his yeah. shooting hand because he shot so hard his fingers <laughs> flew off lost nearly half of my hit points uh, so he's kind of limping as well I'll give him a finger wave a fingerless wave I know the feeling friend and as you're doing this like a spider like creature clam climbs over the wall just beside you what do you do Tristan I just What's it called? Bow and just release it out straight through its head. Okay. Like, Give me a volley roll. I don't even look. I'm just talking. <laughs> All right. I just hear the skittering noise. I'm so attuned to danger yeah. that it barely have to even look now. Uh, it does my not looking pay off. It yeah. does. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Tristan doesn't even look. He just shoots it down. The green starred bow just appears in my hand, almost like an. The arrow is taut, the line is there, boom, straight through. Adam, tell us, how are you feeling? <laughs> <laughs> this, thing, this thing's just pins to the wall. <laughs> and I wink at Enigma. <laughs> I'll get the next one. Deal. <laughs> <laughs> next one's on me. <laughs> <laughs> yes. And we laugh, and we clasp hands, and we knock Adam on the back too hard. That he stumbles forwards. Man, we are in 100% <laughs> asshole mode. We're untouchable, Tristan cries. <laughs> Not even if you have eight legs. <laughs> You'll need more legs than that to touch us. <laughs> oh. You can hear the shaking as the ogres below are clearing the way to ascend the path. They're not trying to climb over it. They've realised that's ineffective. So they just are moving them aside with surprising speed over to your left. Meanwhile, to the right, the beasts of the malformed flesh, they're trying to climb up the barricade. That's not too hard to defend, but they do have these living ramps that walk up with them and will fill in gaps. So you're facing these creatures over on your right, which are climbing over and enigma you see a group of like small halfling sized creatures just pop up over the side of it what do you do volley in the face volley just uh, open up on like, them pow, 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 and just, like, yeah okay cool give me a volley roll i mean you can't hit all of them all the time deal a damage and choose one you have to move to get the shot placing you in danger take what you can lose 1d6 damage or you have to take several shots what do you want to do? Uh... Kristen's watching on. Mm. I think I have to take several shots because there's quite a few of them. I think that's reasonable. Yeah, okay. So reduce reduce your ammo. That makes sense, yeah. And But you shoot, you shoot them. You've seen these before. You know that their little stumpy arms will shoot a barrage of needles if you don't take them down. So you, you just get them shot real quick. Oh, yeah, needle halflings. Hate those guys. Needlings. <laughs> They're the worst. Meanwhile, from the other side, Percy, an ogre leaps over onto one of your knights and brings them to the floor. What are you doing? I think at this point, sort of, Percy's like fully leaning into the skills of the duelist. 
Right, yes. Um, and so, you know, he's running along, sort of sliding along on his knees like he's doing a power call. <laughs> <laughs> Just sort of slicing away ankles. Uh, perhaps when this um, ogre comes up and takes out one of the knights, then he literally throws the hilt of the sword and trick shots it off a wall. Oh, amazing. <laughs> Ping! Yeah, you love to see it. Uh, is, is that a specific... Is that your duelist move? Yeah, I think so. Okay, so let's see how that I don't helps. think that's not something that Percy would accomplish himself. Yeah, I yeah. Think. He'd just go and smash it in the face. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically, your sword intercedes. You're able to knock this creature aside. But then when you go to strike at it, your own shadow strikes at you. And for a moment, you literally have to fight your shadow which is really hard because it is dark. There are flickering lanterns and torches around. Your shadow isn't a, isn't steady. And you sort of knock it back, but by then the moment is gone and this ogre is stomping across towards Adam. Adam, there's an ogre stomping towards you. What are you doing? Uh, okay, I like hit the, the glaive off the ground and I chuck it like a spear. Oh, nice. amazing. Okay, give me a volley roll. Seven. Okay, deal your damage and choose one. So I will take this as you're placing yourself in danger. You've just thrown away your weapon. Yeah, fair enough. So roll your damage. <laughs> oh, brutal. <laughs> Fucking dice games. <laughs> so you have lost your weapon, but as you throw it, it thumps into the ogre, but it clangs off a piece of like metallic armour that it has on it. And it continues stomping towards you, Tristan. There's an ogre stomping towards Adam. He's just disarmed himself in a very stylish way. What are you doing? <laughs> Not on my watch! I'm run. As I'm running, I grab the glaive. It's heavier than I thought, but that's okay because I use that strength. And I leap with two feet towards the ogre. Crashing two feet. My body is a weapon! <laughs> As I throw the glaive towards Adam so that it kicks the creature into the glaive that he catches, skewering it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, that's, uh, that sounds pretty great. Let's roll my body as a weapon. Let's see how that goes. I love that that's a move. <laughs> the only way I could get allowed to use my... Oh no, the glaive was way heavier, so I grab the glaive and it really slows me down. And I'm like, <laughs> Adam, catch! And I throw it at like, the feet of the ogre as I just slump onto the ogre. Oh, yeah. hey, buddy! <laughs> Oopsies! So, roll your damage. That was more to send him off. Yeah, but roll your damage. damage. Oh, good if you can make a dent. Oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. You, you land it really hard. Like, you do kick it into nice. Adam's glaive and it kind of and it spins round and it swings at you with this huge mace it's carrying. Roll another d8. Oh yeah. You're not all that. Your three points of damage don't hurt me. Ah, <laughs> oh, six. Uh, okay, take 11 damage. What? Oh. <laughs> Minus my armour. Minus your armour, yes. I'm assuming we're healthy and healed up. You were. Not anymore. You've been fighting a oh. battle all day, so you've probably got a few scrapes and bruises. Oof, half health. Enigma, Percy appears to be fighting his own shadow at the moment. Your defenders are facing their own enemies, but there is an ogre facing Tristan and Adam. What do you do? They don't seem to be able to deal with it, so 
guess that's my job again. Must I do everything myself? Exactly. <laughs> no, I do have. I, I realise I've actually got two bows. So I'm going to make a point of using the Huntress's bow because it's for the, the big... Yeah prey and we can all have it roasted later on so i'm gonna go for its eyeball don't forget you got those magic arrows that i gave you oh uh, yeah and, and some kind of magic arrow I'll save them. something i forgot what we got if you want to use that here yeah that's a pretty big arrow might want to save that do you think because this might be the biggest thing that we have to fight or do you think there's gonna be something bigger <laughs> yeah yeah maybe I mean, maybe maybe there's the other six kind of efa might keep hold of that then uh in which case yeah i right i'm just gonna nonchalantly turn round and just, you know, these pair are just like kicking it in the shins or something and going, stop hurting me. And then I'm just like, and it just knocks its head clean off. Okay, <laughs> roll, roll, roll volley. Let's see it happen. I'm going to watch this roll. <laughs> yeah. It knocks the head oh. of a pimple right off. <laughs> Enigma, roll your damage. Gonna shoot me. No, 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 no. Only hitting one man. Well, it's gonna hit him good. That would be that would be very good damage. Yeah, Enigma, you take this shot and it strikes the ogre and goes straight through its head exactly as you planned. And you like reach into your quiver for the next arrow and realize it's empty. You have zero ammo. Oh no. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's fine, lads. <laughs> just gonna just do a little bit of fletching in the corner here. So, Percy, you have got your sword back under control. It's no longer disagreeing with you. You can <laughs> see further down, the ogres are starting to clear the rubble quite effectively. The one that got up just now still had to clamber over quite a bit, but they're going to have that clear way sooner than the beast horde are, which means that the beast horde's heaviest troops are still at the bottom of the steps. So you can see that's what's happening. And among the ogres, you can see a huge figure which you think must be their leader. He sounds like a good person to go and uh, have a polite conversation with. So whereabouts is he stood in relation to uh, the ones that are doing this clearance? He's a little way further back, so he's carved down so, behind. So the he's edge amongst of the tower, yeah, but he's amongst amongst the, the horde, is he? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I do kind of want to. I think that might be insane just to jump into the middle of the horde, though. <laughs> do it. <laughs> <laughs> we'll probably jump with you. So yeah, that's true. Go on, let's do it. So I will. I'll call a bunch of archers up onto the top of the barricade and I'll say to them right, concentrate all your fire I want a ring around that one there I'm going in <laughs> and I want them to just shoot out like anybody that like just give us a little bit of space to, to have that combat. so there is a rain of arrows and it starts to thunder down into the ogres around and I kind of look up confused and then the next volley of arrows comes in and they pause in the air and start whirling around the ogre's leader in this like circle of spinning arrows. Yeah, and basically I'm up onto the, the barricades and as I sort of dash down into the horde uh, and start running towards the uh, the ogre leader, uh, the, the ogres that were in front of me just kind of get carpeted away uh, by arrows as they come down. <laughs> okay, this sounds like, give me a defy danger on blind luck dexterity i think <laughs> to get close <laughs> well never mind it'll probably be good i mean i'm not trying to dodge anything if any 
if any were alive, I'm bashing them out of the way with my shield. Okay, cool. But also, you do have a lot of arrows coming down. Okay, that's fair enough. Let's do. Because the trouble is, like, <laughs> when you can, <laughs> when you get close to this leader, you see it's literally in a sphere of arrows spinning round it, like a razor sharp wall, and you cannot see a way through it. Yeah. Tristan. Yeah. Percy has just charged down and is going toe-to-toe with Ambiforex. What? What do you do? Well, I know what I'm doing. <laughs> Tristan glances to Adam, who's still here, and he's like, I'll be back in a minute. And I just disappear into shadow and reappear within the spinning shadows behind Ambiforex, attempting to dig both daggers <laughs> into his neck. Yeah! Surprise, motherfucker! <laughs> okay, roll your damage. That would have been a much better way to get there. <laughs> is it just a flat d8 it is i reckon this might might solo him lads <laughs> you stab your daggers into this vast body oh no he can do spines and then you feel these spikes spring out towards you fucking knew it take four damage i forgot that we'd just been damaged as well Oh, that ignoring armor. Uh, no, armor doesn't get ignored. No, I roll my armor. Armor doesn't get ignored here. Oh, good. Okay. And he just says, he doesn't even look back, he says, Tristan Wilde, that is very uncivil of you. <laughs> then you're not going to like what's coming next, you little motherfucker. He breathes in, and the arrows become a shell around him, like all dive around and stop within about half an inch of his skin on every side wait a minute I'm also going to have to do some hardening skin tricks then I think (laughs) can you do that? I don't know let's find out maybe I'm going to try and push the harmony backwards and push the arrows out of my body (laughs) wow (laughs) this sounds sounds pretty interesting yeah give me this charisma roll an intermediate success not a full success no one can help me in any way maybe if uh, I was going to say can we aid or interfere? A shot from Adam, a bullet from... We could just sing fine. along with you. Surely that would help. So, Tristan, the arrows pierce your skin, but they don't go directly through your body. They just hurt. So, roll me another D8. Okay, so you take two damage. It's not too does, bad. Does it ignore armour? No. No. So that'd be one damage. Yeah, so that's only one damage. You have defended yourself surprisingly well. Oh, Think quick with that one. Percy, the leader of the ogres, is before you. Tristan did a pretty good job of stabbing him. He didn't really seem to care that much, but he sucked in the sphere of arrows momentarily hmm. to stab Tristan with them. What do you do? Has he still got this spear of arrows? Knocking about, or have they gone? They are now like a hedgehog's spines all around, just out of his body. Okay. But part um... of what you're seeing from this is that. He can clearly manipulate the space around himself in pretty intense ways. Yeah, yeah. Was Ambi Thorax from another plane? No. He wasn't, was he? Ambiforex is foundationally part of this one. Yeah, okay. That's I told you this <laughs> in the solo stories I recorded. <laughs> but there is a degree of battle of wills going on here as Tristan tries yeah. to stop these arrows passing further and Ambiforex is trying to squeeze him. Torn between standing in defence of Tristan and just dealing damage myself. I mean, 
how would you stand in defence? They're pretty much in my body right now. Oh yeah, that's true. Um, I'm going to lay on hands on Tristan. Oh, I'm no. going to dig deep. Oh wait, that's uh -oh. The, the terrible one. The problem here is that Tristan's behind him and you're in front of him and you are still in the ogre horde. There are ogres around you and they're not they're going to start responding to your being there very soon. Okay. So just be conscious of these factors as you do it. Yeah, no, I want well, I wonder if I need to make my way to Tristan, yeah. um, then which way is this uh which way is he looking at the moment? So he's kind of looking back over his right shoulder. Oh, I'm just gonna oh, how big is he? I'm pretty muscular. Yeah, yeah. he's he's about twenty feet tall. Oh yeah, that is pretty big. Very short legs. Oh, I'm um, really up in the air then. Oh okay, yeah, you're wow. you're quite a lot up in the air, Tristan. I'll attempt to yeah, I'll take out uh, take out the dueling sword um, yeah. and attempt to slice out a leg so that he can momentarily topple and I can jump over him to Tristan. <laughs> Amazing! Let's see it happen. This this is uh, this is a lot of fun. Uh, which I guess is hack and slash, is it? Uh, yeah, I think so. Oh, that's a full success. Deal your damage. Um, I, what is my damage with that sword? Let's uh, D12. D12. But is there like an extra plus? I think it might have had plus one. For level three characters, that's quite a lot. Percy's always had a sword of that power. Okay, so that's a pretty yep. good hit. Your sword definitely cuts into this limb. And as it does, spines spring around it and towards you. But you manage to avoid them. And you're behind where Tristan is. What do you do? I'm going to lay on hands on Tristan. I'm going to dig deep. Okay, let's let's see that lay on hands. Maybe the divine power was in me all along. <laughs> best friends. <laughs> nice. Brilliant. There you go. Perfect. An intermediate success. Just what I wanted. It's, it's ideal for this move, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> Roll 3d8. <laughs> oh. What? Finish this for me, Tristan. <laughs> Ten. Oh, oh, that's good. Are you 10 damage down, Tristan? About that, yeah. Yeah, okay, so you heal 10 damage. Percy takes 10 damage. I've got you, buddy. Don't worry about this. I feel fine. I, I am invigorated! <laughs> what do you do, Tristan? You feel invigorated for a moment. I will drop to the ground, Spider-Man style, and the hand that's shooting out hits Percy, and I'm like, I got you, buddy! Shwim! And I do some healing on Percy. <laughs> <laughs> Nice. So, um, what is that heel? That heel is, what's it called? It's like one that we hardly ever use, but it's you're really good at it. I think it's just, it just happens. I don't even think I roll. Ow. Yes, you do. <laughs> uh, it's arcane art. <laughs> A classic Stuart Black. <laughs> I, I don't need to roll it. Just, I think it just works. I think I'm just, just good enough that it works. Don't fall for it, Ben. He does this in yeah. D&D. You're, you're meant to be on our side this time, Adam. It's arcane art. Uh, I mean, it still heals 2d8. No, you rolled five. Shit. The double one. Of course it was. Dice games. Tristan, the Ogre King just steps away and swings the greatsword at you. Roll 2d12. Oh! Can I attempt to stand in defence of Tristan? You can attempt to stand in defence of Tristan. I'll do that. Okay, hold three. You okay. may spend hold one for one. Halve the attack's effect or damage. Open up the attacker to an ally and deal damage to the attacker equal to your level. 
three I'll, damage. I'll do all of those things if it's... Yeah, cool. Okay, Tristan, roll 2d12. Oh. Okay, so this is the best of 2d12. So you actually only take 11 damage here. So that will halve to six. We agreed rounding down. But it is also forceful. You are thrown backwards into the canal. Oh, wow. Like you're thrown like 50 feet to the side into the canal. Ah, cool healing waters. (laughs) (laughs) I'll just drift drift out to sea. No! (laughs) But you are able to damage the Ogre King as that happens. Adam and Enigma... You are up on the platform below the Antikythera as, and you can see this battle going on below you. But there are also creatures climbing up the other side and starting to approach from there. What are you doing? I think we have to protect the Antikythera, don't we? That's probably the most important thing. Yeah. Could you use one of your arrows on, on that ogre? If I had King? one. Oh, yeah. Uh, <laughs> what? I, I, I ran out. Even the Entropic Arrow? Apparently. Yeah, she lost them somewhere. Yeah. Oh. Well, we could drop down on them and stab them in the head, but we, we've got to protect the Antikythera before we re- protect those guys. Kristen looks in his pocket and he actually has got two. I've got the Entropic <laughs> Arrows, I just gave her a normal one. So I'm like, oh, shit. Oh. Tristan's just bobbing along in the canal. He's just having a little, uh, <laughs> yeah. little swim. Percy can look after himself. Okay, so you're holding the Antikythera against this incoming horde here. These are green knights springing down. Springing down. Uh, Very good. What do we see from Enigma as these creatures are coming forward towards you? Uh, I've got my two short swords out because I think that's all I've got. Yeah. I don't remember when I lost my uh, nunchucks, but I did. So pretty much as they're coming down, I'm trying to just like... Chop them up like little spring onions. Okay, give me give me this hack and slash. That's pretty good. I mean, I'd go with it, isn't it? Yeah, well, no, it's fine. It's fine. Roll a d8. Don't think it's fine. Ooh, ooh. Uh, yeah, so you take 11 damage, which seems to be the number for the night. Uh, armour? Armour is taken off that. Okay. But you say 11, you say? Yes. Nine. Oof, that's off. Adam, Enigma's facing off against this group of green knights, but she's getting badly stabbed. What do you do? Okay, I'm going to draw a tiny bit of power from the river (gasps) in order to gain some celerity. So I'm moving like double speed now with the blade. Amazing. Okay, let's see this hack and slash. Oh, my terrible, terrible hack and slash. There we go. Eight. That's pretty cool. So, yeah, roll your damage. Three. (laughs) (laughs) We are so powerful. You cut them a a bit. There we go. (laughs) You cut one down completely and slice into a second. Percy, Mm -hmm. you are on your own before the Ogre King amid a large group of ogres. There are perhaps 300 ogres around you and more following up behind. You've just injured the Ogre King, and these eyes, small and beady but full of malign intent, close on you, and he reaches up with this huge greatsword and grins. And as he does, ogres come in from your left and right. What do you do? Uh, I'll step into shadow. 
Um, uh, <laughs> <just> <laughs> <Spanish>. <laughs> hmm. Um. Hang on. I mean, I'm not. I'm not the most dexterous of fellows. Uh, I wouldn't say I have an awful. I'm not like awash with options here. Percy, mm-hmm. you feel a heavy hand on your shoulder, and you hear a voice say, "We've got you," and you recognise <laughs> the voice of the dandy. Okay. A better be a coon than the dandy. Oh, oh really? <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather he die I've <laughs> come down and have cleared a space that you can operate in for a moment as they fight off ogres beside you as the ogres coming in from the right and the left and then I am just going to yeah. sort of fix on the king of the ogres yeah you know my shot is to take out this guy if I go down in the process then that's kind of where I'm at I guess so um okay cool as long as it's not the dandy that saved you everything's fine. <laughs> Cool. Okay. Well, let's see this. Uh, I'm guessing this is probably straight up hack and slash. Yep. As they've got you covered from the sides for now. Mm-hmm. Uh, An intermediate success. Hmm? Roll your damage. Oh. Oh. Pretty Classic. hard. I respect that play, Percy. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hang on a second, though, because I've got plus one forward from successfully defending Stu. No real life names. So that's not actually an intermediate <laughs> oh, success. Let's see. Open up giving an ally. Plus one forward. Hmm. You're not technically an ally, but I will take it. Yes. So you get a cut in and manage to just... Your duelist spirit gets you dancing out the way of this huge sword. He kind of looks at you for a long moment as he swings this great sword. And then he just places it in the air above himself. And his arms extend into two long spikes between swords and praying mantis talons. And he says, oh, you wish to play, do you? I never play fair. And I've heard a lot about you, Percival Cleft, from our mutual friend. He's lying! Tristan, you're bobbing about in a canal, and you see Percy looking like he is in deep trouble. And then you see your old companion, Dandy Seraglio, and his falcons come in to assist. And they're fighting ogres. They've got Percy's back for the time being. What are you doing? In my head, I kind of, I suppose I kind of see Sir Ambiforx is raising these massive pincers. Yeah. As the mandibles are coming down, I appear out of shadow with this green shield that just goes, and I'm going to try and catch some of as much of the harmony, just forcing every bit of the harmony into my hands to create this shield above us. Okay, So the two cool. mandibles go crashing down on top, and I'm forced down, and I'm like, hey, Percy! <laughs> Give... Give me a music on Monday. Oh, I might die after all. <laughs> I mean, there's more lay on hands with that keeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I appreciate Percy wasn't actually in danger of getting stabbed either, but thematically, <laughs> I have just created this own problem myself. Oh. Oh. <laughs> At least you got 2,000 gold, though. 2,000 gold. <laughs> Tristan. Oh. You build the shield from the music exactly as you know how to. And your student knows how to do it as well. Because he learned at the hands of the master. Damn it. Roll roll 2d12. Okay, so that's... You take 12 damage. And these two great spines go through Tristan's back. Oh, motherfucker! Hey, Percy! I saved you! 
Tristan is picked up on these spikes and brought to eye level. And Amberforax says, I said we'd meet again in person. It's so nice to catch up. Yeah, it is. And I'm going to stick the um, arrow that I've got into his eye. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, Oh, that feels dramatically fitting. (laughs) He rolls a two. Yeah. I don't think I need to roll to hit. He's he's got both his arms holding me and he's distracted at being cocky. Cocky, cock this. (laughs) 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 Yes, but just as a counterpoint. Mm, It's fine, I'll roll. This is dexterity. You do have two massive spikes through your body and you are on one hit point. Fuck me. Tristan, you stab the arrow into his eye. It's the end of... Good arrow, not just an arrow. No, it turns out it is just, no, just an arrow. An arrow. <laughs> like, it turns out you've given the good arrows to Enigma who lost them. I had given them the arrows all along. Oh. You stab the arrow into his eye. And as you do that, he just tears these two claws apart. And they rip out of your body. You are in a small room. There are two armchairs in the fireplace. And in the other armchair sits a gnome. And he says, You have to understand, Tristan. It was always going to end like this. Can I summon myself a glass of port and a cigar? Yeah, yeah, sure. I'll summon us both one. I'm like, We're not beat yet, Ambi. And I'll offer him a cheers. (laughs) (laughs) He like, clinks his glass and he says you have to understand of course and I'm sure your friends do I cannot die here I am existence itself I am the world and the magic within it I am and then his eye starts to flicker I am I oh Tristan Wilde you have done something clever here I I'm fading You've found a way to take it, but you know what power you couldn't take, Tristan Wilde. And he starts to reform, and around him you hear discordant notes, and he says, You gave me something that could sustain me forever. Okay, so as he says that, I'm just going to lean back in my chair, cross one leg over the other, swirling my glass of port in my left hand. My right hand is just kind of idly in the air, and every time I feel like he's about to reform, I'm just going to I'm just going to pull one of the notes out of sequence. Just blink, blink. I'm going to lean in and say, see, that's the problem, Amy Forex. That's what you never understood. We're no mere mortals. We're the Hawks, and I'm Tristan T. Wilde, the bard of bards, the last true sky singer. I was never just controlling the harmony. I am the harmony. I'm just going to crush my fists together, shattering the music. Amazing. And in theory, that's going to basically plink us both out of existence. Yeah, so you have a moment where you hear this discordant music and then you hear a crunching sound, like a breaking sound. And then you hear a moment of clear and perfect music. And Ambiforax looks at you and he says, "It's, it's beautiful. And then it's like... (laughs) Percy, the king of the ogres, 
collapses on Tristan's broken body. No! And the ogre horde start to flip out. Oh, oh. look down at, um, at Tristan sort of underneath the uh, the ogre and, and really want to just sort of drop down and sort of scramble the body off him and, uh, and check it out it is. But uh, as they all flip out, then uh, I just turn back to back with the... Um, with the other guys, <laughs> with the... <laughs> like, hold for our lives. Yeah. Like, we better hold this one. Let's do it for him. Enigma, the Green Knights are closing on you. Adam has taken one down and slowed another. But more uh, springing over the barricade now. What do you do? Oh, we could do with because all we've I've got is short swords. I haven't even got anything to do at a distance. Yep. Um, what else is on that? We've got the barricade. What else have we got? You've got some statues. You've got some. You've got other church knights. You've got other. You've got some of the deep shield. Like the survivors of the different units are now all up and fighting as best they can. So, are they getting up via the little ramp dudes as well? Yeah, they're running up the rubble, but it's taking them more time. Whereas the ogres were trying to clear it. Right. The beast horde are just climbing up it. What do you do? I think, I mean, I could throw stuff at them, but I don't even think I've got much I've, to throw at them. I've got an idea for a tag team move if you want. Oh, I'm interested. Try. I've got, I've got some neurotoxin. <laughs> do you remember uh, when there was like a horde of ghosts and I threw like this thing that detected like ghosts in the air and shot it and it like, I've got one of these arrows. The entropy arrows. If I threw, if you shot that into the air and I shot it, yes, it could scatter over a wider area and take out. Let's do that. That might be our last arrow. I don't know. I can't see. Well, Tristan. it's better to do that than otherwise. The arrow's just going to get like one, maybe two, if you're lucky. So might as well do it. A... Well, it could take out one of the the lords, the Fey lords. You think we'll get that far? I don't know. Something you understand is that these creatures are one of the Fey lords. Like all of them. There is no single body for the malformed flesh. This horde is all of it. Listen, I'll fight chaos until there is no breath left in my body. So. About another five minutes. <laughs> yeah. Pass me the arrow. Let's do it. <laughs> I hand Enigma the entropic arrow. I'm going to load it up on the Huntress's Great Bow, importantly, because that's the coolest one. Yeah. And Enigma fires the arrow. Which way do you fire? Into the air! Just straight up. There's no roll on that because this is going to be Adam's trick shot. Right. Does or doesn't Good. do it. Definitely a trick shot. So let's see this trick shot. I draw insight painfully now with my wounded hand and I whisper to it, this is my oath. Hear my vow. Boom! 13. An extremely strong roll. The bullet strikes the arrow on the arrowhead and the incendiary bullet blazes, creating a spray of molten metal that scatters down on the enemies around you and on the enemies ascending the ramp. And as it does, the ones you have struck begin to fall like they stop having their form. They begin to collapse into vines and plant matter and old sticks and just and soil they sort of collapse down on themselves around you and you can see out below that further down the ogres are now fighting 
one another and they are fighting the beast horde in the town but you can see at the bottom of the other ramp percy bedivere Coombe, and the dandy are fighting back to back you can see no sign of tristan what do you do how roughly do we know how, what time it is how long have we got the sky is starting to gray okay we've got to get percy back to this mechanism to the gateway we've got to get percy back to the gateway let's get everyone over there beat up the uh ogres and the beasts drag percy back done okay i limp over towards the staircase Percival! <laughs> <laughs> percy the ogres are attacking you but they're also attacking each other okay you hear Adam call from the top of the ramp. What are you doing? As Adam catches my attention, I'll quickly sort of glance up and sort of take stock of the situation. Um, turn around, I'll boot Ambi Thorax's body off Tristan as hard as I can, um, and then grab him with my arm, hoist him up onto my shoulder, uh, and say to the others that I'm fighting with, Come on, fall back! Time to go! Okay, so you are charging back. You have... Uh... You have the Dandy and Bedivere Coombe covering your retreat. Uh, give me a Defy Danger on Strength. Oops, sorry, that might not have been on Strength. Amazing. So you come charging up. You manage to find your way up this. You are so tired. You are staggeringly tired by the time you reach the top because you've just run up the equivalent of like five massive staircases, carrying a dead body and all your regular equipment whilst avoiding ogres. But Adam and the surviving knights have been keeping the space around you clear. And it seems like the pressure is reduced as the ogres attack everything in the city. As you come to the top, the Antikythera is now blazing. I'll drag sort of Tristan's body from off my shoulder and sort of lay him down on the floor and give him a slap. Are you there? Are you there? <laughs> and I'll try to sort of pump some lay on hands into him um, without success and just scramble to, to try and sort of revive him in some way. Uh, and when that fails, then um, I'll be like, he's gone, they've, they've taken him. Well, I'm not going to let this lie. Shing! Take the sword back out and back down the steps. <laughs> Is there any big Feylord types? You can't see big Feylord types. There are a lot of ogres. There are a lot of these beast hordes, but though they're still trying to reach the top of the other side, they are also being attacked by the ogres and having to defend themselves. I'm going to shoot down the um, that little corridor then, and where they were trying to clear a little way to come up, then I'm just going to sort of yeah. plug that um, and just nice. fight for all that's worth. Okay, give me give me a, one more hack and slash. Enigma, as Percy runs back into the fray away from Tristan's body, what do you do? Uh, I think I'm going to have to join the fight as well. Nice. Because, you know, one of ours is down. We better fight till the last. No one's getting near this Antikythera. What about you, Adam? I think Adam's going to stay with Tristan's body. He is the Jurist of Faith. I understand now, Tristan. Like, I understand that beyond the Black Gate, there's, there's even music there. There's music everywhere. I understand now. Enigma. You are fighting side by side with Percy and you are holding the gateway. Give me a hack and slash. <laughs> okay, so both of you roll a d8. Yay, go! 
So Enigma takes, Percy takes five damage after armor. Enigma takes seven damage. After armor? No, wait, before armor. <laughs> Percy takes five damage before armor. Enigma takes eight damage before armor. Right. Wait, Ben, can I look on Tristan's body to see if the glass ball is there? Yes. Well, he's got a metal bot oh, God, in dear. his pocket. <laughs> <laughs> and when you shake it, you hear broken glass moving about within it. Okay, slowly try and un un unlock it. Yeah, it contains the fragments of a glass ball. Damn it. How's Enigma doing? <laughs> Absolute. It's just a flesh wound. I think is the traditional way to refer to it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm. I'm assuming the amulet that I got in episode two is giving me some protection too. <laughs> oh, you're you're making some big assumptions there. <laughs> <laughs> I I haven't got much else. Oh, wait, I uh, I don't know. Maybe Sorrow's really good at stitching up. If you were to give how you're feeling as a score out of 18, what would it be? Maybe three. <laughs> wow. That's a very low score. It seems to me, though, that um, I taught um, Sorrow to stitch up wounds and he's actually doing it as I fight. He's just like... Sorrow is doing everything he can to help. Which is... It's a lot. Magpies are known for it. Magpies are pretty handy. The attack is less directed now. And so we see Percy and Enigma fighting shoulder to shoulder. We see Adam sitting vigil over the body of Tristan Wilde. I think, uh, I think he would take him closer to the gateway. Yeah. Just so that, yeah, he's going to be part of everything. He's going to be part of whatever universe yeah. comes after this, whatever worlds exist after this, Tristan's part of that. Adam, as you do that, you lay him before the rising power of the gateway and over the edge of the world, far in the east, you see the sun begin to crest. Adam stands up, takes out his revolver in sight and has just stood there in the gateway, holding it from whatever's gonna come. Percy, and Enigma, you see the light change above you, the sky starting to fade to blue. You have held until dawn. What do you do? Are the things still attacking? They are, but less dedicated. They are fighting themselves. They're anarchic rather than a focused force now. So can we kind of... Um... So you're able to hold, fall back. Yeah, yeah. And you need to because the gateway will open. Yeah, we'll, we'll fall back then and meet up on the top. I'll say to the... Tristan was a dear friend, and when this gateway opens, then he'll walk into it with us. Let's hoist him up. I think we're done. I think we've made it. And we're all going to go in together. And the sun strikes the Antikythera, and it turns from a blazing tumult into a perfect square of light before you. And side by side, carrying their friend's body, the hawks walk into the light.
Are we stopping recording? Yeah, we're stop- stopped. We're done. Good job, everyone. Uh, stop. The end.